Thanks for tuning in to the High School at 12 Stone Church ministry podcast. Let this message be a source of truth and encouragement. Let's lean into this week's message. Conclude this conversation about the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. 
okay? We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit in the church. And I need to make something very clear. Because I think sometimes we define church as this building. We define church as this brick and mortar. That, that we define church as 1322 Buford Drive, 12 Stone. That's our view of church, right? We, 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 we perceive it as we like kind of do church. You know, like we go to church on Tuesday. We go to church on Sunday. Some of you go to church almost every day of the week because you're church hoppers and you go to different campuses. So you're getting all kinds of Jesus. Um, but the church is not just brick and mortar. This, that's not the church. The church is a body of believers. The church is what spills the tea. The church is you. If you're a follower of Jesus, you're the church. You're, you're living and breathing. You're the living, breathing, active church. And so the church is a body of the living, it is, it is living and it's active and you guys make up the church. We make up the church. We're just happy to be in Gwinnett County in a building on Highway 20 just off the, the highway. This is, we are the church. We could go down the street and meet in Kroger on the milk aisle and have church. We could still be the church, right? And so you guys are the church and that's important to know Um in the context of our conversation tonight. And so we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit in the church. We're also going to talk about the Holy Spirit in you. Okay? We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit in you. And our conversation is based around this one thought tonight. Is that you are gifted. You are gifted. And I specifically want to talk to those who are, who are following Jesus. Relationship with Jesus. This has been a series that has kind of let us go a little bit deeper. This has been a more focused series. Uh, it's towards those who are following Christ. So you guys who maybe don't have a relationship with Jesus, and you just kind of been like listening in and kind of taking it all in, and you're like, yeah, you're preaching to me, and go for it. You can do this every week. No. Uh, but that, that's what this is the con- that's the context of our conversation. I'm talking to, to you guys who are. How many of us are gifted in the room? We have many talents and all that good stuff. But I want to specifically talk to you because Scripture says that we've been given a gift when we receive, when we accept Jesus into our life. We receive the Holy Spirit, right? And God goes a little bit further and He gifts us with a spiritual gift. It comes straight from the Holy Spirit. So we're going to open that up. So, if you've been here, week one, we, we, we showed a clip, and even week two, um, with 11. Anybody, any 11 fans out there? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I would adopt her if that was possible. Uh, I would do that. So, it would be really cool. Uh, I have a lot of cool stories. Um, but, if you don't know, maybe, about Stranger Things, let me catch you up really quick. 11 is a girl, and she has this power, right? to light throughout the series, and, and this is next Netflix series, it comes to light, and she has, she can do things with her mind, and it's like the most, like, awesome thing ever, um, and so I want to 
gifts in the room. Every one of you have talents in the room. Probably not that one, um, but we do have talents, right? You guys are some talented, good-looking people, and so on the count of three, I just want you to yell out what you are gifted and what you are talented in. It could be a sport, art, music, whatever. On the count of three, yell it out loud and proud. One, two, three. Perfect. Coke. 
is not open. It has not been used. Okay? And the reality of it is, 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 is this conversation, I'm talking to many of you who have no idea what your spiritual gift is. Even though you're following Jesus, you've accepted him in your life, you're like, well, I don't know what my spiritual gift is. Because it's not teaching, it's not leading music, so what is it? So I want to help you, and the leaders in this room, we want to help you uncover what your spiritual gift is tonight. This is a journey, too. This is this is that we're not, we're not just going to like say a magic word and you're going to know your spiritual gift. We got some things after service that we want to help you um, kind of help uncover your spiritual gift. But here's what we don't want: we don't want this gift in our lives just to be like this cupcake, unopened and unused. We want our spiritual gift to be used. If you remember the clip, eleven, she used her gift. Another speaking in different kinds of tongues to, to and to still 
another's interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He gives them to each one just as He determines. We have to understand something that every gift is given by one Spirit, the same God, the one. Distributes different gifts to each one of us. Now, some can be the same gift. Like they're like TK, he's a teacher. I'm a teacher. The pastor before me, Derek Idle, he's a teacher. So there's some spiritual giftings that are the same, but they're all not the same. So we, but we, what we need to understand is that. They come from the same God. And what's cool about this, if we look in verse 11, God gives them as he determines. I love this thought. Because the creator of the universe, the God that created me, who created you, determines what spiritual, what additional giving and following and accepting in our life, what we, what we get to build this kingdom. And who better to determine that spiritual gift than the God that created us? Y'all know what I'm saying? Like that, I, I find confidence in that. That God has given me exactly what he needs to give me to build his kingdom and move it forward. And so, what, whatever he gives person A can be different from person B or C. And so God has uniquely gifted each one of you. And then you can rest in that. Because that's, that's on purpose, what he's given us. I'm going to continue in 1 Corinthians 12. And we'll go to verse 12. We'll end with 11. And, and, and we're going to unpack this, this picture of Church, us, how we how we should work um, as the church and use our gifts that God has given us. Verse twelve says, "The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts: hands, feet, eyes, nose, mouth, all that good stuff. And though all these parts are many, they form one body. So it is with." And so what, what this scripture continues to tell us is that the church, we, this family, we function as a body. Though many members, right, that make up these seats, we are one unit. We are a unit. And we focus, we, we're most effective when everything is, is, is functioning to, to its proper use. And so as we, as we continue this conversation, we have to understand that when, when someone maybe doesn't know their spiritual gift or we're not using our spiritual gift, the church, this family, we're not as effective as we could be. And so what happens is whenever something is not functioning properly in our body, we kind of have dysfunction, right? 
It reminds me of a story when I was in 11th grade, and uh, it was basketball season, and this was uh, this was a game uh, between us and our crosstown rivals. And uh, there was a moment in that game where uh, <laughs> I went up for a rebound, and so did about four other people. And one of those people uh, were well, he was the center of our team. So he, ladies, you know what that is? It's like the really tall guy and the really big guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, there you go. Now the body is made up of one part, but of many. 
if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body, it would not, would it not for that reason cease to be part of the body? And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of, to be part of the body. The Bible would teach us here that you are part of the body. And I want to remind you that you have been uniquely gifted. Each and every one of you. If you're following Jesus, your relationship with God has you uniquely gifted you for His To God. And the gifting that God gives you is important. When it comes to this whole idea of the church, when we talk about this family and what the church looks like, right? We know that we all have to function for us to be most effective. And this brings a word to my mind um, and, and a story to my mind. Does anybody know what interdependence means? What does it mean? graduated from the Chicago Kent School of Law. And, and the, the highest ranking student in the class was a blind man named Overton. And he received this award of, of honor for, for being the highest ranking student in the class, but he insisted on taking half of the credit. Because one day he ran in to Mr. Overton and helped Mr. Overton down the flight of stairs. And what was one moment became another moment, which became a friendship, and it became this relationship over time. And what you need to know about Mr. Kasterzak is that Mr. Kasterzak was blind. And, and so what was one meeting was because Mr. Overton was blind. And Mr. Kasterzak had no arms. And what happened is that they helped one another study. They helped. What, what, what we see in this story is, is that the blind man carried the books, which the armless man read aloud in their common study. And, and, and these, these individual deficiencies, uh, I mean, excuse me, compensated one another and what was taking place was, was an incredible, this picture of interdependence. And, and what's cool is that um, 
decided to practice law together. Which is just so insane. Like, that is an unbelievable picture that the blind man could not read because he couldn't see the pages, but the armless man couldn't turn the pages because he didn't have arms. And so they were interdependent. They read together, they studied together, and they excelled together. Overton would have never accomplished what he did without Mr. Cassidy. And the same is for us. There's interdependence in the kingdom of God. This is how God designed the church. In the kingdom of God, this means that each person is important. Each person matters. And we can't function as a church. We can't be totally effective as a church if, if we're not dependent on the gifts that is around us that God has given uniquely to the people that make up the church. Paul goes on. He just, he just continues in this, in this preaching. I love it. Verse 17. He says, If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But, but in fact, God has arranged the, the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. Don't miss that. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one Or use a spiritual gift that maybe 
is not meant for us, that God didn't give us. But we just see this person or, or see this thing happening or whatever, and we just desire that. It's a fleshly thing. I'm going to tell you something. And this, listen, I, I lived this. I lived this. I wanted to be a worship pastor so bad I couldn't stand it. For real. But I can't sing a lick. Ask Sarah. Yes. 